evening. Because I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Best Beetle coming soon. Wow. What? Wow. Revealed. We're going to do the Best Beetle bracket. There's only four. But somehow, it's going to be a 64-team tournament. (laughs) (laughs) The first four seeds are definitely John, Paul, George, and Ringo. But five through 64, there's some players. Brian Epstein, Pete Best, George Martin. Okay, an absolute ridiculous tangent to start. Hello. So sorry. This is the tournament podcast. We are your hosts, Trent Dozier and Leah D'Amelio. Thank you for joining us yet again. Uh, if this is your first time listening, thank you. If this is your however many episodes time listening, thank you also. Sixth? Yes. If you're somewhere in the middle, thank you as well. If you don't, aren't listening to this and just a voter, thank you for voting. If you're a listener... But you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for whatever level of participation you have given us over three weeks that's right it's been three weeks and we're at the end of the third week which means we have a winner to reveal oh my gosh and this week of course was our best 2021 oscars best picture nominee winner tournament aka who do you people think will win the oscar tournament this i i mean we can just jump in Yes. I, I'll say this went no, in no way like how we thought it was going to go. No, not how we predicted. And I got to tell you, at least from like day to day sitting down and watching the votes come in, this was my favorite tournament. It was so. And you know what? I'm going to blame us because we put two movies that. Well, we both like Judas. So we predicted that. Judas and Nomadland would be right. Th- the that last was our two. finals prediction, and that was on us because there are, you know, that that was us talking like the critics talk. Mm-hmm. But we're people, and we actually really liked the two movies. Yeah, that ended up being in the finals. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, does this does what I'm saying make sense? What. Uh, what i'm hearing also is like you know we were saying that in our bracket reveal episode we were saying that nomadland nomadland was the seven seed in this and it was the seven seed as we as we said the seeds were based on a combination of the rotten tomato critic score and the rotten tomato audience score so this was the seventh ranked movie of the eight Right. And we didn't love it necessarily. We right. also had it, you know, bottom half of our bracket, certainly. I right. mean, I'm bottom two. <clears throat> and I just assumed because other, you know, podcasts and whatnot had told me that Nomadland is the favorite to win a sheep, the Oscar, and <laughs> Nomadland didn't even make it out of the first round. And it, and it shouldn't have. I thought the final four movies were the best four movies agreed they were also my top four yeah and you know that's that just goes drew carey said it best everything's made up and the points don't matter (laughs) second time we've referenced two's line yeah but it's correct well i think one thing i was hoping oh my god best who's line player saying it now so we don't forget we'll do that later that's intense 
Greg Proops, my, my number one boy. Wayne Brady. Uh, I was hoping that this bracket i'm already pretty excited for the oscars and i know you definitely are buzzing and i was hoping this bracket would get me more excited and the way it all played out the way this tournament played out it definitely did and now i'm i kind of think maybe no man land won't win the oscar and i would be super into that personally i would be shocked but I would also be into that. See, that's what I'm... Wh- why? Who's who's telling us these things, you know? I don't know. I'm just a sheep <clears throat> in the Hollywood machine. In the Hollywood pasture. Aye, aren't we all? Yeah. Anyway, let's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> why don't you blend that crying right into the results theme song and we can check it out. Results. Uh, okay, let's get into this tournament. We'll start on the left side of the bracket in the quarterfinals. We had the number one seed Judas and the Black Messiah versus the number eight seeded Mank and the number four seed Minari versus the number five seed The Trial of Chicago 7. Yeah. Judas pretty handily uh, took down Mank uh, with 86.5% of the vote. Yeah, and... Let me tell you, of of the responses that we did receive for this podcast, a lot of it was just people hating Mank. So, <laughs> and that's, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I liked Mank, but I'm clearly in the minority. And I can live with that. And people don't like Gary Oldman, and rightfully so. Right. And that's okay. I mean, Judas was a better movie with... It is a better movie, yeah. More explosive performances overall, but... One person who I wanted to mention in the bracket reveal that I forgot to, uh, Dominique Fishback. I really oh. thought she should have been nominated for supporting actor Absolutely. or supporting actress. She was incredible, especially relevant over Amanda oh, Seyfried, yeah. who was in Mank and nominated for supporting actress. I mean, Dominique Fishback blew Amanda out of the water. Absolutely, performance wise, head to head. In my opinion, she's going toe to toe with both. Uh, Lakeith and Daniel Kaluuya in terms of like great acting in the movie I thought yes so an unheralded performance and I wanted to give it a little bit of shine so Judas would move on to face the winner of Minari versus the trial of the Chicago 7 as predicted Minari won this with 73% of the vote to me the shocking thing I am pretty stunned that trial of the chicago seven took over a quarter of the vote okay i forgot to tell you this today please my friend shout out rebecca rab texted me today oh i'm a big rab head over here personally (laughs) and she said that i she said i've been listening to the podcast because i miss you but you're wrong about the trial of the chicago seven and i said lay it on me Prove Tell it. me why I'm wrong. Prove it. She said, you're approaching it in the wrong way. If you go in looking to mock Aaron Sorkin, then it's really great. And I said, okay, so you didn't think it was good either. And she was like, no, but I love Aaron Sorkin. And I understand where she's coming from. It's like the Irishman got nominated. And the Irishman was so bad. Mm-hmm. But if you like Martin Scorsese, you're like, 
It's a classic Scorsese movie. I'm not saying it's a good reason or a bad reason. I'm just saying that's what she said. And maybe we've got a bunch of Sorkin heads. You know, he's kind of his own culture. Like she said, it's Aaron Sorkin's world and we're just living in it. But I didn't think it was a classic Sorkin film. That's That was my whole argument, in my opinion, was it didn't have the same zip and pop as a, as a normal Sorkin. Rab, please write back. Yeah, I'm all ears. I'm a huge rap head. <laughs> uh so the semifinal matchup in that round or in that in the left side of the bracket was the number one seed judas and the black messiah versus the number four seed minari and seeding wise this was an upset minari won with 61.5 percent of the vote i was sh- I, I i was shocked that people have seen minari First of all. Definitely happy people have not only seen it, but enjoyed it. <laughs> I agree. I'm really glad that people have seen Minari and they liked it. It, 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 you know, I, like we said last week, or I guess on Monday, mm-hmm. um, it's the happiest movie on the list. Yeah. And. Potentially. You know, that might be what it comes down to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of these movies have great casts, great, like, um, ensembles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... On my personal list, yeah. Minari ranked higher than Judas, but like I said, they were three and four, yeah. and, and I wasn't, like, there wasn't a huge gap in between them yeah i just happened to like minari a little bit more i had judas higher on my personal list over minari and i think i judas was the first of the bunch that we watched and i think i would like to go back and watch it again because as i was saying earlier about the top three performances in that movie yeah those are sticking with me and the movie isn't necessarily whereas i've thought more about minari as the movie minari so Minari might be moving up my own personal rankings. But I'm not oh, sure. I'm not sure. <clears throat> a because change of heart. It's not, you know, it's not a question of what what's the better group of performances is what's the better movie. And a you could say that uh, the better movie would have the better group of performances. I don't know. I mean, I'm not mad that Minari won, is what <laughs> I'm saying. What? All right, keep going. <laughs> 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 All right, let's go over to the left side of the bracket oh. where it got juicy. Both both shockers over here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, first, in the two versus seven matchup, we had the two-seeded The Father versus the seven-seeded Nomadland. We talked about it on the bracket reveal, and we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the episode. Nomadland is the presumptive favorite to win the literal Oscar award right now. Best picture and best director. Yeah. And The Father, we have heard nothing about personally Nia and personally I, amongst our group of peers i yes. guess no one has told me anything yeah. about the nomad land widely available on hulu uh, the father pvod um and i guess i am i am surprised the father won i'm really surprised that the father won with 73 percent of the vote i love it i couldn't be happier an annihilation and frankly a deserved one i think the father is just so interesting yeah it's such an interesting movie yeah i agree 
If and you, I again, I can't say more than that, or else I'll I'll ruin it. Yeah, you. if you still haven't seen The Father, try and watch it before the the Oscars. And if you can't do it before, uh, you watch it after. It's okay to watch these movies after the Oscars. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. <clears throat> the real star of the show. Oh my gosh, this was an all day, a two day event. I was sweating. The three seated Sound of Metal. Versus the six-seated Promising Young Woman. This vote was decided by literally one vote. This is a one voter. And not only that, but this was one of those where all day Monday and then all day Tuesday, the vote was going back and forth. And we were literally stuck to our, I've said literally three times, four times in a row now. Yeah. I'm overusing it. Literally four times Literally. in a row. <clears throat> this was like, you know, I wonder what would have happened if we had left the poll open for longer. Another day? Yeah. Could've anything could have happened. Uh, this was like alternating votes. Yeah. It was so insane. And it made me happy because I think that the people that we've watched the movies with mm-hmm. didn't feel super positively about Promising Young Woman. Mm-hmm. I think that I probably felt the most positively about it, but it still didn't make my top four of the eight. But I'm glad that people see it's worth. It's the most different in in the category than all the other ones. I'm actually, I'm definitely not surprised that this was a close matchup because as we said um, on the Bracket Reveal pod that Promising Young Woman seems to be getting a lot more positive buzz Oh, or yeah. buzz in general mm-hmm. than Sound of Metal, um, but of course we both love Sound of Metal, and Sound of Metal is the one that moved on here, winning by one vote, taking home fifty one point four percent of the vote to move on to face the Father in the semifinal. Just unbelievable. Both great films. Yeah, I would recommend both of them. So that gives us the semifinal matchup of the two seated The Father. Versus the three-seated Sound of Metal. And if Sound of Metal scratched and clawed to get past Promising Young Woman, this was like a freaking three-second knockout. Dominated the father. Took home 73.1% of the vote to move on to the finals. Yeah. Any... Are you surprised there? It just... I'm not surprised because Sound of Metal is better than the father. Mm Mm-hmm. But it makes me wonder... What would have happened if Promising Young Woman had won? I think Promising Young Woman would have also beaten the father. And then we would have a totally Minari versus Promising Young Woman. I have no clue. Yeah. What's going to happen? Definitely would have been interesting to see. Yeah. Well, that takes us to the final Minari versus Sound of Metal, not Promising Young Woman. Couldn't have happened to two better guys. Yeah. Steven Yoon and Riz Ahmed. And Riz Ahmed. <laughs> the number three seed Sound of Metal loses to the number four seed Minari. 67.7% of the vote going to Minari. You heard it here first, folks. The viewership, the listenership, the votership, the friendship, oh. the fellowship of the tournament podcast <laughs> believes that the winner of the Best Picture Award at the 93rd the best annual... <laughs> the 93rd annual Academy Awards will be Lee Isaac Chung's Minari. Yeah. Was this the best picture? I guess. It was really good. Yeah. It was my number three behind 
Sound of Metal, and then The Father. But, um, I just still am shocked that people have seen Minari. I have to be, I'm stuck on that. Because you have to pay for it. And I just have such an aversion to paying for things. I think certainly in normal times, yeah. But over the last year and a half almost, people have just been stuck at home doing nothing but paying for things. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, I would pay to see this in the theater. I'd pay to see all of these in the theater. And that's much more money than I spent on watching them all this year. Do you want to make a, a an addendum to that sentence in any way? What did I say? You would pay to see all eight of these in the theater? Yeah. Really? Yeah. All eight movies you would pay to see in the theater? What am I missing? Trial of the Chicago 7? Yes, I would have had to seen it in oh i thought you were saying theaters i thought you were saying now having watched all of them no sir you would still go watch all no, of them sir. in a theater no sir oh part of my part of the reason that i i mean i really am i am into the oscars and i like to debate what's the best movie but part of the reason i started doing this was to go to the movie theater because mm-hmm. i love the movie theater it's my favorite place on earth hey r.i.p arc light for now, you gotta hope that. Kind of another subtle shout out to Rebecca Rab, who yeah. was the one who broke the news. She literally texted me last week and was like, "I don't know how to do." ArcLight was my home theater in Chicago, and I I hope it comes back. Oh, what a blow! I saw a lot of best pictures at uh, Noms at ArcLight. Well, you know what? And Landmark. You know what? I think the pandemic has obviously affected a lot of things. But some of the losses in the pandemic won't be permanent. For example, for all you Chicago heads who were frequenters of Guthrie's Tavern. I saw this today. Guthrie's Tavern is coming back. The pandemic tried to kill it, but you cannot kill what is already dead. Emma Smith, who is a wonderful person on Mm -hmm. the Trident Network Advisory Board, Mm -hmm. they had a story today Mm -hmm. about Guthrie's and they said let the first dates commence (laughs) (laughs) which is so funny (laughs) that's correct because that's guthrie's baby that's correct they nailed it that's right (laughs) i mean that if that's not guthrie's it's guthrie's and like the end of herald teams you know what i mean emma what should we rank you tell us you tell us we listen (laughs) and that goes for anybody if you have a suggestion for something we should rank please dm us at at the tourney pod on any of our social medias or send us an email at the tournament podcast at gmail.com uh okay that wraps it up um i will say as promised uh oh no that was never mind we're recording things out of order i'll never mind friday (laughs) i'll tell everyone next friday look for a very special um report from me about mtv's the challenge (laughs) And who won? Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. On on Monday, I'm gonna prom on Monday's podcast, I will be promising you something for next Friday's podcast. Okay. Speaking of Monday's podcast. <laughs> oh yes. You can disregard all of that. You'll understand it someday. <laughs> We're recording episodes out of order, a little peek behind the curtain, yada yada. Okay. Speaking of Monday. Okay. Okay, behind the scenes. The next tournament we have coming up starting on Monday is going to be our first ever 
16 team tournament. Oh my gosh. And we're excited. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? A microphone. Oh, but, but you're talking to the people. I'm talking to the people. Are you ready? Did we get any uh, suggestion of a new or any um, names for people no, who listen to the podcast? No, names. If you have a suggestion for what you should call what you want fans of the podcast to be called. Please. Most of you are literally comedians and writers, so please, if you can. <laughs> not that uh, St- not Stephen's names were great. We just want to add. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking to see if there's something better than attorneys at law, because I don't know that there is. there's not. I don't think there is. <laughs> Maybe that's why we haven't heard, because yeah. everyone's like, that's good. <laughs> yeah, he did it. Stephen did it. Good job. Stephen did do it. Stephen didn't want to listen to this episode, because he hasn't seen any of the movies, and I said, spoiler free, Spoiler baby. free. Spoiler free. And that's a promise. We You can keep. We can keep. Take that to the bank. And speaking of coins and collecting that cheddar... <laughs> Someone our who, bracket on Monday. Our bracket on Monday will be which character from the Mario universe is the best character from the Mario universe. I can I can picture literally two people who I think probably definitely listen to this podcast audibly going, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and then everyone else going, "Okay." <laughs> yes. Yes. Which is what Wario says in Mario Party. Well, that's it. One final plug I guess I would give would be... It's a goal. Check out a little show called The Oscars. It's... Happening Sunday. It's on Sunday. Um, 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. 5 p.m. Pacific? I don't. I have no idea. Is that... No, yeah, that's right. I mean, that's right. I don't know if that's what time it actually is on, but that seems generally Wait, correct. Wait, what do you mean? I mean, that's right, but I don't know what time. Uh, it's on. The translation from 8 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Pacific oh. is correct, but I don't know if that's the time that that show is going to be airing. I was like, brother, those sentences <laughs> absolutely All right, we're getting loopy. Out. Let's wrap this I'm up. I'm so huh? tired. I got to edit this. We'll catch you Monday. We'll catch you Monday. That bad boy's already in the can, as they say. <laughs> More songs. Yeah. More songs. And remember. May the, May the thing, thing with, with the, the most, most votes win. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at the Pod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Monday to hear more about our next bracket. Which character in the Mario universe is the best character in the Mario universe? <laughs>